It's one of the biggest bashes thrown throughout the whole year. We gather gleefully to celebrate our independence from England. Nowadays, it's all about grilling and chilling, pool parties with our pals, and fantastic fireworks with our family. We'll find out all about the 4th of July on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, 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 my amigos. And this is an awesome episode. Well, all the episodes are awesome. I hope you feel that way. But this one's extra special because we are celebrating the 4th of July, Independence Day, probably one of the biggest holidays in my country. And today we're going to celebrate it together on FYI. As I tell you guys, this show is about learning English, about learning about different topics, but we also look at the cultural element. So I'm going to take you with me today to Brooklyn, to the rooftops of Brooklyn, so we can see some of the most amazing fireworks you have ever seen in your life. And any of you who have ever been to the United States on July 4th will know exactly what I'm talking about. To us, it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. I'd say this and Christmas are our two most popular holidays. So let's kick off our bash, our party, with the intro, which is chock full of great vocabulary words for you guys to learn. I'm sure many of you recognize that tune at the beginning. Even if you've never been to the United States, you've heard it before. It is our national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, as we call it. And this song is a song that will get any American anywhere up on their feet and taking off their hat and saluting the flag. I'm telling you guys, I know sometimes people talk about nationalism, patriotism, all of this stuff. But in the United States, we are patriotic people in general. And this day, we show our true colors. And those colors are red, white, and blue, baby. And our national anthem is as American as apple pie. I think everybody recognizes it. And it's probably one of the hardest songs to sing. Let me try a little bit. Let me see if I can do it. Oh, say can you see by by the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming. Well, I'm not going to go through the whole song, but you guys can look it up. And I'll tell you something, something that makes our anthem, I think, <laughs> head and shoulders above the rest. Head and shoulders is un peldaño por encima de los demás. And that's because Jimi Hendrix and the likes of Slash from Guns N' Roses have played our national anthem and have done it justice. And when we go to our first break, I'm going to play the Slash version so you guys can celebrate with us and we can rock out together. And we also use the word anthem like himno, you know, bum, 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 bum. You're like, oh man, that song is an anthem. También no es solo el himno de un país, sino 
un himno, algo que todo el mundo le gusta. And they raise their fist y alzan el puño. It reminds me of that song here in Spain, hablando de alzar el puño. Ponte en pie, haz el puño. That song is an anthem. Now, a little-known fact, at least most people I asked didn't know it, the national anthem was written by a guy named Francis Scott Key. And we all know that. We, I remember learning that very, very clearly. But it was based on, or at least the melody of the song, was based on an old English drinking song. So you could say that the American national anthem, this respected anthem all over the world, is a drinking song. <laughs> hey, he adapted it and he put some really cool words in there. And the rest is history. All right, so then I said it's one of the biggest bashes. Bashes, un fieston, which is thrown. We throw a party or have a party. We don't make a party or do a party. So it's one of the biggest bashes thrown throughout the whole year. And throughout is a lo largo. I want you guys to pronounce that one with me. Throughout the whole year. I said we gather gleefully. And this is a good word over here. I'm sure you recognize it from the series Glee. There's a very popular series where kids sing. And in fact, in high school, they used to call the singing club the Glee Club. But to be full of glee is Alegría. So gleefully es con alegría. Alegremente. We gather, nos juntamos, gleefully to celebrate our independence from England. Now, I remember learning that in school, too, but I, I, I'll tell you something. When people get together these days, nobody's sitting around saying, down with England, we're, we're free. Now, we've gotten so far away from that date, from 1776, that now, well, England, they're not our foes. Foe es otra forma de decir enemigo. There are friends. In the early days, we'll find out there were some uh, some pretty symbolic rituals that uh, I don't think the British would have liked very much. But now I think it's more about independence in general. Freedom, you know, not being tied down or shackled down or oppressed. And if you remember the word shackles, we looked at that word in the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty had shackles at her feet. Then I said nowadays, which is otra forma de decir hoy en día. Nowadays, it's all about grilling and chilling. And to grill es hacer barbacoa. And to chill es estar de tranquis, estar de relax. Two of my favorite things, and they rhyme. It's all about grilling and chilling. Pool parties with our pals. SOS. Remember, it's July 4th, so in most parts of the United States, it is scorching hot. I know in New York it's so humid in July. So a pool party is a must. I think it's just as important as the barbecue and the fireworks. And the word pals is another way to say buddies, amigos, colegas, my pals. And fantastic fireworks with our family. And fireworks, oh man, I've got to say, I, I'm not a big fan of, you know, big parties and celebrations in general as I get older. But there's nothing like seeing an amazing fireworks display. And in the bonus part of the show, I'm going to tell you about the one I saw from a rooftop in Brooklyn with the Statue of Liberty, the Brooklyn Bridge, and the World Trade Center right there in the foreground. 
It was mind-blowing, and it's a memory I will have forever. And just recently, I sent the tape, because I have it on VHS or, I don't know, one of these digital uh, cassettes that you used to record, you know, when we had these camcorders, and now everything's digital. So I'm getting it digitized, and as soon as I get it digitized, I'm going to share that video with you guys, because it's still one of the most spectacular nights of my life, and it was a 4th of July celebration that I will never forget. And we're going to talk more about the fireworks later on in the show. Fireworks are how you say fuegos artificiales. And firecrackers, también usamos estos, pero estos más en casas. Uh, firecrackers, I think you say petardos in Spanish. Then I said, we'll find out, enterarnos, all about the 4th of July on this week's episode of FYI. So, are you guys excited? Have you got your bathing suits ready? How do you like your burger cooked? I'm ready to party, guys. Oh, and if you don't mind, I'll ask you to light the fireworks because uh, uh, I get nervous around fireworks, to be honest. So I'll man the grill to manis controlar, and you guys will handle the fireworks. Does that sound like a deal? As I was preparing the episode, I realized that there were a lot of misconceptions around July 4th. And the first one is that it's not really July 4th. Well, it should have been, debería haber sido, July 2nd. And why is that? Well, it is widely believed, it's widely believed, the secret masivamente, that America declared its independence from Britain on July 4th, 1776. That's the date we celebrate. But the official vote actually took place, tuvo lugar, two days before the vote for signing the Declaration of Independence. So the Declaration was published on July 4th, but it was voted into law really on July 2nd. So what's the solution? Celebrate the whole weekend. In fact, that's what we do. We don't usually celebrate just July 4th. I mean, July 4th is when the fireworks happen, but you celebrate the whole weekend. Many people go down to the shore, una forma de decir, a la playa, with their families, and they rent a house, and they, they chill, they grill, they splash around in the pool, and have a gay old time. And a gay old time, ¿estás diciendo gay? No, not in the old sense of the words. See, words change their meaning. Gay used to mean happy. And you'll hear that if you guys are fans of the Flintstones. Yabba do time. We'll have a gay old time. This is from the Flintstones. But in that case, gay means happy. Back in the 50s, 60s, and earlier, it meant happy happy. Now, as you know, it has a different meaning. And in the bonus part of today's show, I'm going to tell you guys how the Declaration of Independence was written on a laptop. What? Un portátil? How could it? That's impossible. It wasn't invented yet. Well, I'm going to tell you about that in the bonus part, along with many other interesting things about the 4th of July. If you guys want access to the bonus part, consider becoming a patron. You can join our curious community over at patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And we're learning and having fun every week, aside from getting bonus audio and PDFs with all the vocabulary and expressions, you can also get weekly and monthly classes with me. Plus, 
Plus, you can be a part of our amazing community. So I want to send a shout out right now to all my patrons. Thank you so much for being the best students in the world. And a special shout out to my super duper students, Javier, Francisco, Tony, Roberto, Jose Maria, Mila, Alex, Patricio, Edgar, and Loles. And don't forget about my super duper students, Carmen, Diego, Pilar, and Diana. Thank you so much to all of you. It is a pleasure teaching you. And if you guys want to find out more, just go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and you can get all the information you need. If you have any questions, just let me know. Now, another interesting fact, or should I say misconception, is that the Declaration of Independence was only signed by two men on July 4th. Now, wait a second. Weren't there more people? I thought there were a lot of forefathers. We call forefathers the people who founded the United States. Well, the reason is the other 54 delegates who signed, well, they signed throughout the course of the next month. So they weren't all together signing it. They signed it as soon as they could, and it took about a month to get all 56 signatures. And the most important one was one of the first ones to sign it, and his name is John Hancock. And John Hancock, his name has become synonymous with signature in the United States, tu firma. So if I could say to you, uh, you're asking for a loan, pidiendo un préstamo, and I say, okay, I'll need your John Hancock, es lo mismo que decir, I'll need your signature. And it wasn't so much because he was one of the first ones to sign it, but it was because his signature was the biggest. It was the flashiest. You know, it really stood out, destacó. So his name now, John Hancock, has become synonymous with the word signature. Also, I'd like to clear something up over here. We've got the Declaration of Independence, which was 1776. And then we've got the Constitution, which are two totally different documents. Now, the Constitution was signed in September of 1787. That was a little over 11 years after the Declaration of Independence. Now, they're both very important documents in U.S. history, but uh, they each outline different things. And the population in the United States when the Declaration of Independence was signed was merely 2.5 million people. That's it. I mean, now you think of the United States, there are small cities that have more people than that. So at that time, 2.5 million people were living in the United States. And I looked at the figures for 2021. Wow. 332,854,943 people. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to write that number down. Hey, it's a good opportunity to practice big numbers. So this is the population roughly of the United States now in 2021. Apunta, write this down. 332,854,943 all right now if you wrote in spanish 332 millones 854 es correcto it's right just make sure though in english lo que separa esos tres dígitos son 
comas, no puntos. So just remember that when you're writing numbers down. So 2.5 million in 1776 to... 300, uh, roughly 350 million. Let's round up. Estimar para arriba. Wow, that is incredible growth. The 4th of July wasn't deemed a federal holiday until 1870. That's about 100 years after the nation was founded, which doesn't make sense to me. If you want to have a party, start from the beginning. Start from the get-go. Don't wait 100 years to make it official. I imagine it's because they didn't want to give people a day off work. Because obviously, if it's a federal or national holiday, many people don't have to work. They have the day off. So that's probably why they waited 100 years. They're like, wait, we can't give everybody the day off. Obviously. Obviously, I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's why, but I thought it was uh, definitely striking that it took a hundred years to say, okay, guys, well, this is an official holiday, our day of independence from England, from the old world, from tyranny, from monarchy. And as I said, initially, that's what it was about. Some of the early 4th of July traditions that are not really carried out anymore, llevado a cabo, now that I, I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do these, but uh, some of the colonists back in the day, they celebrated by holding mock funerals. Now, to hold this convocado, celebrar a mock funeral, so un funeral como falso. And it was a funeral for England's King George III. Uh, they would burn effigies, you know, things like this. Use these symbols to show, like, we are against you, the British, and we don't want taxation without representation. And that is one of the concepts, one of the reasons that these forefathers decided to leave England and say, we're going to do it our way because we don't want taxation without representation. Now, obviously, that sums things up in a nice, lovely, beautiful saying, but there's so much more to it. Some of the traditions that have lasted are the fireworks. And as I said before, that I, I can't imagine the 4th of July without fireworks. Okay, you don't have a pool? I've been there. I've celebrated it in New York City. You don't, you don't have too many pools there. No problem. You don't have a barbecue, but you need the fireworks. It's, it's non-negotiable. Well, supposedly the fireworks date back to Philadelphia and they started in 1777. That was the first time they decided to have a huge fireworks display. And now, as I said before, every little town in the United States has a fireworks display uh, at the local school or someplace where there's an open field. And even the little towns, they go all out. Lo dan todo, todísimo. So the fireworks, as I said, 1777, that means they go back to the first year, the first anniversary they started with these fireworks. And now, as many of you guys know, and if you're patrons, you'll, you'll see I shared a video of the fireworks in New York City, what they call the, the Macy's 4th of July fireworks show. And Macy's is a very big department store. Un almacén, I think you call these, gran almacén, a department store. And they're the same ones that do the Thanksgiving Day Parade that we talked about in the Thanksgiving episode. But this is now the biggest celebration in the United States, especially as far as fireworks is concerned. And as I said in the bonus part, I'm going to tell you about my firsthand experience witnessing this amazing display. 
Some fun facts about these fireworks. It takes over 8,000 hours to prepare everything for the the night's festivities. 8,000 hours. That's a lot of people working a lot of shifts to make sure that all those fireworks go off at the right time. And, well, how much do you think it costs? Well, according to the figure I have here, around $6 million. So think about that. $6 million worth of fireworks exploding all over New York City. And that the equivalent is in fireworks. Again, these these figures go up and down, but that's around 75,000 fireworks that are set off every 4th of July just around New York City in the Macy's one. Never mind the people who do it in their backyards, which depending on what state you live in, uh, there are different laws. I know in some states, I have friends who used to go down to, to, I don't remember if it was North Carolina or South Carolina, because there you can buy fireworks. So that's another thing too. Be careful because you might buy them in one state and then go to another state and they're illegal. So as I said before, fireworks, lots of fun, but you light it, okay? And I'll light the grill. And how could I forget the flag? Of course, we're talking about patriotism. There are American flags everywhere, not just hanging on buildings and flagpoles, but on people's shirts and their shoes and earrings. I mean, you know it. Tommy Hilfiger uses it as a symbol. But let me tell you something. Technically, it's illegal to wear the American flag on your clothes. And we're going to find out a little bit about that in the bonus part of today's show. It was quite shocking to me. Let's just put it this way. This is a rule that I've broken many times. So I guess I'm going to go to prison for a long time. Or as we say, I'm going to do hard time. Me voy a la cárcel durante un tiempo muy largo. Yeah, wearing the United States flag on clothing is a no-no. But I'll explain that more in detail detail in the bonus part of today's show. And I think here's where we can wrap up this part. Yeah, well, guys, I want to put on my bathing suit. I want to put on some suntan lotion. You know, I want to work on my tan as well. It's July 4th. We're in the dog days of summer in todo el meollo del verano. In the second part, the bonus part of today's show for patrons, we're going to continue with our pool party. We're going to make a splash. I love this. Causar una sensación. We're going to make a splash. Because in the end, what is this about? As I said, it's not about hating the English. This is about getting together, grilling, chilling, hanging out with your people, kind of like what we're doing right now. And so this is a perfect time to tell you guys thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me over here. But uh, if you want the party to go on until the wee hours of the morning, well, then we'll be right back with the bonus part of today's FYI.